I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with co-host Vicki Johnson, Deputy District Attorney, and I'll let her introduce our special guest who has been generous enough with her time and knowledge to come several times onto Scam Squad. Vicki? Hi, Patty. We are glad to welcome back again criminologist Dr. Judy Christman Yates who writes a monthly financial exploitation newsletter. And I always find such valuable information in her newsletter, which is why I've invited her here again today. So welcome, Judy. Thank you. I'm delighted to be back on Scam Squad. Great to have you. A few sessions ago, I talked about some scams that uh, law enforcement is expecting following the rollout of the COVID vaccine. You might get phone calls or emails offering early access to the vaccine for a price, or you might see an ad for vaccines through social media sites. Scammers might call pretending to be from the government or from a doctor's office asking for personal information in order for you to sign up for the vaccine. Now, Judy, you mentioned those in your newsletter, and you also talk about how to avoid coronavirus scams. Would you share those tips with us, please? Yes. So it's always important to not respond to texts or emails or calls. So we always need to do our homework. So ignore offers of vaccines or miracle drugs. Be suspicious of test kits or vaccine offers and hang up on robocalls. Hopefully you're not even answering calls. If you do not know who's calling you, please do not pick up the phone let it go to voicemail. And if you get emails or whatever from Center for Disease Control or the World Health Organization, what I really want you to do is to just go to Google and type in World Health Organization and bring up the legitimate link. The same thing with the CDC. Just because somebody sent you something, don't take that as gospel. That's very good advice, Judy, because we know that these scammers are able to spoof phone numbers from these various organizations. So it may look like you're getting a call from one of these organizations, but it's really not. It's a scammer. And I just wanted to emphasize the first thing you said, which was don't answer calls. And as I've mentioned before on this program, unfortunately, my husband and I just don't answer the phone anymore. We have caller ID, we have voicemail, And if it's not a phone number that we recognize, if it's not a person that we recognize, we simply do not answer the calls. That is so smart. Ronald Reagan used to say, trust but verify. I now say, verify and verify again. Now, what if somebody calls and claims to be from your doctor's office or from the local clinic that is giving out these vaccines and they say, you know, we'd like to put you in line to get one of these vaccines. All we need is a little bit of identifying information. What would you say to them? Well, you know, that's a lead in from a scammer. They're looking for your information. They're phishing, the P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G type of phishing. They're throwing bait out to you. They're looking for information. Hang up. Even if you think you recognize the voice, It's amazing how we get a call and we think we know who it is and we start to respond. 
hang up and call your physician's office and just call them directly. Start all over. So is there a place where we can go if we want to get good updated information about what's going on with the vaccines? Where would we look for for advice? If you do have a healthcare group that you are with, go to their link. Make sure that you have their link. But also, you can go to the World Health Organization. That's WHO.INT. That stands for international. Or just type in Google World Health Organization. Look it up and find the one with the international link. And also, the CDC is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And that is CDC.gov. Here in Santa Barbara, we also can go to our public health department, and I don't have their link right off the top of my head, but if you go to County of Santa Barbara Public Health, uh, go on their website, and you will see a link for COVID updates, and that's where you can get the latest information about what's happening uh, here in Santa Barbara County. So, Judy, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, and you did cover this in your recent uh, newsletter, I'm sure we've all heard the news that the government is issuing new stimulus checks. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Just like when this happened before, Mm -hmm. the scammers are going to try and get their hands on this money or get our personal information so they can steal our identity. What tips do you have for avoiding these kinds of scams? What do you see as something the scammers might try and do to get our information? How should we be careful? Well, just know that the government will never ask you to pay up front for anything. The government never goes onto social media to look for information for you. They don't pretend to be on social media calling you or contacting you, asking for information. No one should be asking you for personal information. They do hang up and call that agency directly, you know, look at their phone number on Google, or just call your healthcare provider and ask. There's no such thing as um, getting on an early list or getting something faster. You know, things are not as organized as we'd like to see them. We have promises that things are getting better. But the fact is, you're not going to get there any sooner. And if anybody is asking you for money, It is a scammer. Those are the only people right now that want your money. We want the vaccine. Scammers want your money and your personal information. Another thing that's come up, contact tracing. And I think you have some information about that. You shared some things in your newsletter. Everybody knows now that the health professionals are trying to do contact tracing. So if you have tested positive, you will probably be asked to give information about those folks that you might have been in contact with just as a precaution so they can be contacted, advised to go in and test, advised to shelter in place. How do we know that someone's a legitimate contact tracer as opposed to a scammer that's just trying to get our personal information? Well, the most important thing is if they ask for money, you know it's always a scammer. Contact tracers will never ask for money, for gift cards, for transfers. It's all about health, and it's collecting uh, specific information. And once again, if you have a problem, contact your health care provider and ask them if this is legitimate. So money is the key here. Also, there was something else that I saw on the Federal Trade Commission that came up just last week, and that is the stimulus checks that are going to people that are in nursing homes. 
that money is not going to the nursing home. That money goes to the individual. So I see that as a potential scam about to happen, that where you reside, they might go, oh, that stimulus check is for your care here at our facility. That is not true. It goes to you personally. That's really good information to have. Yeah, absolutely. So if one of these people, these scammers who pretends to be a contact tracer, calls up and starts to ask for personal information from you, and if they start to veer into asking for financial information, I would think that would be a red flag. Contact tracer will never ask for financial information. They might ask how you're feeling, if you've had any health issues, if you've traveled out of the country, who you personally have been in contact with, but they will never ask for financial information. Correct. So I think that's something important to keep in mind. You just have to be so careful these days, reflective of the times that we're living in. Well, I also wanted to add, it's really important to stay calm through all of this. Remember, scammers call and try to catch you off guard. That's easy to do. They tell you you have a time limit, that they may threaten you. No one is going to threaten you. And that's it. Think twice before you respond and let all of your unknown numbers go to voicemail. And then once again, verify before you call them back. And I want everyone to stop clicking on links. No more clicking. So they give you links and they want you to click to go here. It takes you right to the scammer's website or, you know, whatever it happens to be. So don't click, hang up or sign off, go to Google, check out that particular link. Also remember that no government agency ever asks for gift cards, Bitcoin, cash, prepaid debit cards. That's what scammers use, not the government. Very good information, as always. Thank you so much, Judy. It's just great to have you on the show. You are a wealth of information for us, and we need it. Thank you so much for having me. And if anyone has any questions about their payment, their stimulus check, they go to the irs.gov, and there's a place called Get My Payment, and you can check on that status. Thanks for having me. Yates, we really appreciate you. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was really great. Very succinct and wonderful. So, Vicki, do you have any good news for us today? I do, Patty. This was something that I got from the Department of Justice Office of Public Affairs. And I thought it was good news for a couple of different reasons. One was the Department of Justice, the FBI, was actually able to extradite a scammer from Spain to face charges here in the United States. Now, he was charged with massive psychic mail fraud. He was pretending to be a very well-known French psychic. He was reaching out to a lot of elderly, vulnerable victims, and he was pulling in millions and millions of dollars with this scam. Well, they finally caught up with him. He was living in Spain. They extradited him, and he will be facing charges here in the United States. But this is the part that I thought was really important to share. The Department of Justice is taking these scams seriously. They are taking these frauds against our senior citizens very, very seriously. And this is a quote, the Department of Justice's Consumer Protection Branch is committed to investigating and prosecuting transnational criminal schemes that target elderly and vulnerable Americans. So they are serious about this. I know we often feel like, well, what are they doing? Nothing's being done. Something is being done. Our Department of Justice is working hard to protect us. 
I thought that was really good news. Thanks for sharing that. And that's particularly cruel to pretend you have news from a deceased loved one when people are probably grieving and so desperate. Yes. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Patty. Bye-bye, everybody.